What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another PG Sports Podcast. Our special guest today is Kashada Spence. Went to college with them. You got a few records for Sacred Heart. Uh, we're going to just chop it up about the old days. His pro indoor career. Um, what he's up to now. Let's see. Let me send it to him. While he's waiting, new drip alert, new sample hats. Everything came in today. Our pictures and stuff, too. Let's see, where's he at here? Oh, let me text him again. Let me get this. There we go. It's kind of dark in here today. What's up, everybody? Where's he at? I just texted him. So, got some new sample hats today. Different type of camo. I forgot what they call it. I think it's I think it's tropical. Tropical green camo. Fire. This one's pretty dope. Maybe I shouldn't have got it in white. But uh, you know that sand camo. Fire. Sand camo. Last but not least, some white camo. Fire. Alright, here he is. Let's go. Let's get him in here. I need that. I need that. I need that. I need the white camo. I need all that. White camo, yo. I need that. Yeah, I need that. I need that. Yo. I remember, I remember one semester, I just rocked the whole PG fit, just the whole semester. Remember you said, I think you were the first one to ask me to customize one. Yeah, I, that's a fact. I needed that. I was too swaggy. Yo, what color? You think this is good in white? You got to be swaggy. I think all the colors you picked are, are pretty <laughs> cool. Logo. You said, oh, do I think it's cool in white? Yeah. Yeah, what else? What other color are you going to make it? Oh. I mean, you got the red and white. That's fire. I think that's like a staple. True. You never you never really went crazy with like, you know, like the colors of the PG symbol itself. You always went around it. So um Yeah, I, I think make, I think that's what made it dope. Yeah, I always want to make the I wanna make the patterns dope. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we're lit, we're lit, we're lit, we're lit. We lit. Let me get this power ray water in real quick. Trying to get that sponsorship, you feel me? Yeah. Yo, so what what's good? Like what's uh where you at? Here in Roxbury? I am in South Shore, Massachusetts right now. But Roxbury is twenty minutes away. That's the home, right? And the and the fam still lives there. So that's the home. I got you. What uh what have you been up to just like during the coronavirus? Believe it or not, man, staying in shape. You know, I'm not trying to get anybody, uh, you know, uh, bopped out here. I'm not no rap, but I am a part of the underground, uh, the underground gym scene. I don't know if anybody like, <laughs> like that follows us. You know, I don't know if they like watch people's snaps and stuff like that, and they see other people working out. I yeah. feel like um, if you got a great following, 
um, in the gym and you're known to be a gym junkie like myself, you're going to have those type of connections, which I do. Um, and me and my friends, we always joke about there's only two ways you're coming out of this quarantine. It's either SpongeBob body or beach body. <laughs> you feel me? SpongeBob body or beach body. I was all, yo, and they always say too, because I'm a retired athlete, running backs are the first ones to get fat. I'm not trying to, I'm trying to beat that. I'm trying to beat that. Because I was, re I was recently fat, bro. I seen a I seen a picture of me this past January. I look terrible, man. I look real terrible. <laughs> it was this wasn't the shot that you know the picture that you posted up here. This wasn't the shot you seen. Why Why does that happen with running backs? Why do they get fat? Yeah. Because we like to eat, bro. <laughs> like we like to eat. We like to eat. I can't really explain that. We like to eat. Yo, yo, how's my how's my beard looking, yo? My guess. I, I see you. I see you getting up there. That's crazy. The quarantine got you right. I'm trying to get like you. Yeah. Nah, the quarantine might do a lot for people. I gotta connect on the uh, on the barber too. I'm about to get my hair cut this Friday. I'm just when you well connected and respected, you get certain things. What's <laughs> up though? What's up? How's PG Sports? You know, just always always growing. Uh, actually, me 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 and Dim were just on a Sacred Heart panel this morning, talking about branding. So that was cool. Okay. It was different. And where are you going with that? No, they just want me to talk. You know, they want to use me. They want to use me now. You feel me? Oh, for real? Of course. All right, cool. All right, cool. So when they need somebody like Shada Spence to come back and, you know, give a speech, you got me on that? We can split the bank? Yeah, that's what, well, that's, that's what, that's what I'm working towards next. Like, okay. All right, you hit me up. All right, I need, you want me to come here? All right, it's time. I need ten. I need ten k. Yeah, need that. I, I hear you. Different, huh? I hear you. Um. Yeah, like what else? What else? All right, let's go into. Hmm, what should I ask first? Do I want to go into football shit, or do or? Hmm, now we'll go into football shit first. I got some questions though. Okay, and you can swear on your on your shit. That's lit. Oh yeah, being you know, regular. Okay, I didn't know what type of interview this was. All right, all right. You got to be prepared for shit like this. All right, we go. Well, authentic. Even though I've been coming back on swearing and cussing and all that, but. I hear you. Uh, just keep so, so now you sound like the kids that you used to teach? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, man. Nah, right, go ahead. What's your questions, man? All right. Tell me, tell me, tell me the Shaw Spence uh, recruiting process to get to college. Uh, <laughs> that was rough, man. I remember that shit like it was yesterday. Um, let's go back like 10, 12 years. Honestly, the recruiting process was was bumpy on both ends. Um, I'd say the first part being due to the simple fact that. Uh, when I was first looking to go um, to get recruited by colleges coming out of Catholic Memorial before I went to my boarding school, um, I was playing D-line, and I was even, like, getting looks for that. But I had also converted over to fullback. Um, my coach gave me that opportunity um, going into senior year. Then he told me, he was like, listen, um, you know, you're not going to get the ball that much. Your main purpose is to block, but, you know, here's a run play for you. I'm like, whatever, because I'm on defense. And 
popping. So my running back got hurt. Boom. I got in, got a couple carries. One play that was designed for me started to become like 15 plays designed for me, and I started like toting the ball. So that was pretty cool. Um, when I got, um, I was looking out um, Northeastern, and I believe Hoster just canceled their football program. So that like slowed everything down. So now, like, all the athletes from Northeastern and Hoster, go ahead, what'd you say? This was during prep school or senior year? No, this is like during senior year at Catherine Memorial. Excuse okay. me if I didn't clarify that. This was senior year like 2010. Um, if there's any any athletes out there, ex-athletes that even like follow like um, the Northeast ball as far as like high school and college, they'll know that Northeastern canceled their program and Hofstra canceled their programs. And those are two big schools um, that were part of the recruiting process because whenever you go to BC camp, all those smaller schools that are not as big as BC camp, they're all invited to come over to BC camp. You kind of get to talk to them and they kind of get to, you know, tell you about their school and blah, 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 and shit like that. So that was part of the recruiting pro uh, progress. That didn't really work. Went to prep school. Um, balled out, got to play in like seven games, was a knucklehead. Got kicked out of boarding school right around the time. Um, when you receive your scholarships. At that time, I was getting looked at by UCLA, Temple, Villanova, uh, University of New Hampshire, um, a lot, both basic, basically all D1A schools on the Northeast. Um, and then BC said some whole shit. Like they were feeling me and they were just like, you know, yo, we love what you do with the ball in your hand and blah, blah, blah. But um, we recruit our running backs starting sophomore year in high school. I'm like, why the fuck are you talking to me then? Yeah. Like, why are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you even giving me your time right now? Like, keep that shit pushing. But, but growing, up in, growing up in Mass, was like, BC one of your, like, dream schools? Fuck no. <laughs> we, nobody really liked BC just for the simple fact that they didn't really fuck with inner city kids. Like, if you look on the BC roster, there's not really not one person that's from the city. You know what I'm saying? And if they is, like, it, they're on the low, they're not that nice, and I'm sorry if there's anybody that follows me that goes to PC, and I don't know that you're not making a name for yourself. Ball the fuck up. But um, shout-out to Dem. Shout-out to my dog, Bow. Um, got a few people on here, huh? Okay. Oh, we got a pop, and shout-out, Jelly. Okay, yeah, shout-out everybody on here that's watching. But honestly, man, like... So how did, how did you sweep you off your feet? She swept me off my feet because when I got kicked out of boarding school, they were the only school to offer me a partial. You, It was between you, Maine, and it was Sacred Heart. You, Maine, I had knew the coach um, from, like, camps, and he was just already on my back, and he was just like, yo, you can earn a scholarship if you come here. We just don't got the bread for you right now. And then rest in peace, um, Coach Gorham, he had came up and visited me through a, a, a mutual friend, and – he had already forgave me for the shit that I got in trouble for at Tab. He's like, listen, I got 25000 for you. You come up here, we get $25,000, we will put the grants on you. He's like, as long as you become the player that we expect you to be and you keep a 2.8 um, GPA, you'll end up getting a full ride. I was like, bet, put that shit in writing. <laughs> he put that shit in writing, and by junior year, I ended up getting a full ride. That's dope. So, you know what I'm saying? So it, it kind of worked out. I already knew I was lit. I just knew what time I was going to evolve because I was just getting better at every time. But I don't know, man. Sega Heart was uh, – it was dope because not only did I fall through the cracks, 
like Gordon fell through the cracks. Um, Moses fell through the cracks. Doobie fell through the cracks. Troy Moore fell through the cracks. JD fell through the cracks. Like so many players I could name. RJ, like so many people flew through the cracks that could have played D1A ball. You know what I'm saying? That could have been out of UConn. I could have been out of BC. I could have been out of Rutgers. You know what I'm saying? First looking better than UConn. You know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like the Dems and shit like that. Dem looked like he fucking should have been at an SEC school, bro. He looked like a mannequin. Dem's still mad that they didn't want to play defense. Yeah, there was a lot of us. There was a if you think about that, there was a lot of positions that should have been changed. Like they had Timmy Goodwin at tight end, they should have put Timmy Goodwin at fullback. Yeah. What about uh, what about what was like your first impression? Like actually, like stepping on campus for the first time, like going there, not not like when you're you're a student. Like watching watching the watching like when I went for the recruiting trip, or like just. When you stepped on campus for the first time, as that, and you're the student now. Me stepping on campus for the first time, I stepped up there in the summer because um, an old coach of mine who used to uh, go to the same prep school I went to, he was at Sacred Heart at the time, running back coach, Coach Whitley, Tyler Whitley. He looked out for me. He showed love. He made sure, like, when I got kicked out of boarding school, I was going through the whole process of the NCAA and making sure that I got through clearinghouse. Um, got through clearinghouse, cleared for all D1A schools. So he was like, yo, um, since you cleared, I couldn't, uh, he could, something, something, he couldn't get me. He, they were trying to get me up in the spring. It didn't work in the spring, so they brought me up in the summer. So I was on Sacred Hearts campus during the summer. So I had already knew, like, the basketball team and football team. If I look at Sacred Heart now compared to what it was when I was there, I talked to some of the old athletes that, you know, play with me, and I'm like, yo, why the fuck did we go to Sega Heart? Because it looks nothing like how it looks now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It looks nothing like how it looks now, but I think just that atmosphere of just knowing that you were playing D1 ball and you were in college and, you know what I'm saying, you were away from home, like, it was lit. You know what I'm saying? So uh, my, my, my impression on it, honestly, was just, shit, I was glad – to be away from home, you know what I'm saying? I was glad to be somewhere where somebody accepted me for who I was and, and what I was bringing to the table. So I was just growing. I was just growing, man. Young Shaw, young Booger Sugar out there growing. What about, uh, yeah, what, what was your, where, where you at? Where you going? My fault, my fault, my fault. Or what, was your, what was your first impression of me? <laughs> I was like, yo, who's this flea-ass white boy in a wheelchair? <laughs> I was like, dude, this fuck is this this flea dude right here with all the J's on. But I knew I knew I knew you was chill when I seen how much love everybody gave you. But then the more I learned about you, learned your story and shit and, and your cause, man, you know, it's 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 inevitable to not, you know what I'm saying, be a part of what you what you're trying to bring to the table. Um and you always show love anyway, so it's always been love, bro. I'm trying to get my um, sneaker collection up like you, though. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, yeah, like I, I appreciate you for everything you helped me with because even uh, then, I, you obviously, you know, you were one of the most popular. <laughs> and I was like, once I got the shortest on PG Sports, it was over, right? Nah, bro, you, your, marketing, your marketing tools are fire, bro. Like, honestly, now I look at it and what even I'm watching them – do it, Darty. That's even dope. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 the smartest way you can do it. And that was my whole model anyway. Even when I used to promote the whole swab thing, when I used to do that, 
Like, it was never to, like, belittle anybody. Like, you can ask anybody, like, even when you say I was the most popular guy, like, on campus, like, I never really tried to carry it like that. Like, I think if you ask anybody, like, I was never that person that, you know, used my name, you know what I'm saying, on campus to be like, yo, I'm Kashadis, bro. Like, nah, if anybody, I was chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was... Because you don't never know who you, like, you know what I'm saying? Always figured out, like, you don't never know what's going to happen through time. You don't know what, you know, what who you may need help from or what this person may be able to, you know, benefit you to or uh, benefit from you or, or whatever the case may be. But I don't know. Firm believer in that, man. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's what maybe kids that go to Sacred Heart now that it's bigger. Like, when we went there. It was no, like, that's different. It's it, different. And, like, it's different. Everyone knew each other. Like, it wasn't like like a person – I don't know, that never knew you, knows who, like, could go up to you and talk to you. Like, I don't know, but it's like... And, and and it was more, like, genuine. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, when we went to college, it was more genuine. The conversations you had at, like, parties or gatherings, it was more genuine due to the fact that, you know, um, due to the fact that we wasn't, we wasn't subjected to, like, social media like that. Like, I think social media was just coming around you know what I'm saying? Social social media was just coming around and and um a little more face to face interactions and stuff like that was was going on through Sega Heart. Like opposed to Sega Heart now, Sega Heart really looks like a university. You know what I'm saying? If you go up there now, they got fucking six or seven, eight campuses where you can go and, and you can and stay off campus. Like I think you gotta move off campus now after freshman year. Like those were the things that were happening. When you talk to your friends that went to BC, that went to Yukon, or went somewhere out west, and they were like, "Yo, I don't live on campus no more. I live. I moved off after after freshman year." I'm like, "Bro, I got a full ride. I can't even move off campus." Because when you get a full ride, I said, "Heart, you can't move off campus." Yeah, I think unless like you try to like buy a house or some shit like that, and not my cheap ass, I was like, "Nah, I'm staying on campus." Yeah, but, I mean, I think that's what the cool part about it was because, uh, I mean, we were in a social media area, but we weren't in the, you know, what it is today. And that's why even, like, it's funny because, like, even all my roommates, bro, like, we didn't really text each other because we just always saw each other. Like, even if we knew facts back to class or when we were going. Facts. Yeah. When I first went to Sacred Heart, I think the phone that was out was, like, the BlackBerry. Bro, yes, yo, everyone was getting the BBM. Yo, I was in, yeah. I was out there. I was out there at, uh. I was out there on campus getting crazy BBMs. Damn, bro, those were the times. Bro, that yeah, was college, a- college is way different. I can only imagine bro, what campus about, is like. Yo, think now. about this, yo. Think about this. We didn't have Instagram DMs, bro. Yo, we didn't have Insta. Wow, we didn't have Insta. <laughs> Shit, when it got wicked. <laughs> bro, I would have been wild out there. I would have been wild in the streets. <laughs> Yeah, I remember mad times. I used to watch them like I, this is when I really knew you was lit. When I used to uh we used to go out. And we would go out and I remember like after the parties are done and shit and everybody slapped, we're looking in the middle of the street, bro, and I just see like four people carrying you in a wheelchair, bro. And I'm like, yo <laughs> I'm like, yo, P's lit. P's lit. That's crazy. I used to be like, oh, that's wild. My dog out here getting slapped and making people carry him. And then wake up the next day to be in the cab talking about it. Like, yeah, I had them pussies carrying me last night. (laughs) Oh, man. Legend, 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 legend by far, legend. Yeah, what would you say uh, is like your, like, yeah, what would you say your favorite moment at shoe is off the field and on the field? 
I think my favorite moment at shoe off the field was after the spring game going into the 2013 season. So, like, 2012, you know how you're wrapping it up. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Steve said uh, ninth floor rock, Ron Colley. Nah, yeah, hold on. Wait, hold on, Steve. Hold on, Steve. <laughs> Damn, he put me in a predicament here because I love the party. All right, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a bind right here. All right. Ninth floor, Ron Colley, those are the bros, man. Like, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of guys up there that uh that are not athletes that are just regular student athletes that me, Kyle, um, Sean Bell, and Pat Casey. Oh, damn. Um, Frank Magano and uh what's this kid's name? He's from Florida. Matt. Matt Diatilli. I don't know why. I don't know why I remember his name. I think that's his name. But. Matt, Matt, Matt. You remember him? Yeah. All right. So we all had lived on that floor, bro. And then, like, this is around the time when, like, Black Ops was out. Black Ops was lit, bro. We was playing zombies up there. That shit was ridiculous, bro. Like, and that was when, like, Walking Dead was big. We were watching Walking Dead. Big bromance up there, man. Walking Dead and the zombies. That's probably one of my best moments at shoe, like just literally waking up, not doing no work. Cause I had people doing work for me. So I'm just like, I'm just like playing video games all day. You feel me? But another good time was, like I said, after the spring game, um, that sophomore year, that spring game, bro, the, that day, I, I think, uh, what's his name? Justin. He played on the soccer team. He oh. lives, he lives out here now. Yeah. Bro, he threw one of the craziest day parties ever, bro. They had two oh. DJs. They had a D... What was it? Soccer house, right? Bro. Yeah. Bro, some of the wildest moments ever, bro. They had a DJ on the back porch, a DJ on the front, like, yeah. little... Bro, it was crazy. And I remember we had pulled up, and, like, he was in a monster truck doing 360s, bro. And he fell out the truck. And when I thought I thought he died when he fell out the truck, because all I seen was smoke. This motherfucker pops up like, "Woo, let's get it!" I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is gonna be a lit day." I thought we were at USC. The weather was perfect. I, bro, I've been at Sacred Heart for two years. There's never been a day party like that, bro. Yeah, those I think are... our class is definitely the reason why. You know, Sacred Heart they can't have parties no more, right? Sort of. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. But I think you were – I don't even know if you were there yet. Uh, yeah, because I think it might have been uh, – no, it might have been your freshman year, my sophomore year, and it was when they had the wood. Oh, yes, bro. What? Fire. The wood The wood would never get packed, bro, and it'd be, and it'd be thousands of people at the wood. That shit was huge. Pause. Nah, nah. Bro. Yeah, whoa, pause. Yeah, nah, that was crazy. But that was, that was a dope spot. I remember um, – and this is another pause moment. Every time we'd pull up, like uh, – James Moore and them, like, would be on a tractor, butt-ass naked, driving around. They used to be on some weird shit. Uh, but the yeah. downstairs the downstairs basement was wild. They used to be dance-offs. Old kids are wild. Bro. Jim said the darty. <laughs> the darty before the... Pause. <laughs> Bow, pause, Bow. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, anyways, going back into the football, what, yeah, what was it like to go back-to-back? 
Well, actually, what was it like to win the first one? That was different. Yo, I think anybody can, like, attest to this because, like, when you play sports, nobody – Nobody knows what you're about to do, but you know it because you're with your you're with your you're with your teammates every day. Y'all are putting the work in. You're seeing it firsthand from you know kids that grow up understanding footballs to shit. If you don't even really understand football, you just watching the mechanics and the smoothness and practice every day. When we acquired RJ, um, and that was after the whole um, that was after the whole coaching change and shit, because you know no been there forever. Nofa's been there for 30 years since the program was D3. Fucking, it was just, it was just a lot of emotion because you got to think sophomore year, that's when we had the, 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 the running back coach change, all type of bullshit. And um, our head coach, I just but lost both his legs. He had caught pneumonia, lost both his legs. They amputated him. So it was mad shit going on. They were trying to tell me I was fourth string, fifth string running back. There was nobody better than me. Shout out to Coach Edwards. Coach Edwards helped promote me to get me a start in running back. Yo, that's so, my guy. You know, wait, I got to tell you a quick story about him. Go ahead. He came up to me, I remember. It was me and Joe Tolino, and he was just like, yo, if I ever get this job, like head coaching job, yo, I'm hitting you up, and we're making them PG Sports jerseys. And I was right. like, yo, he hits me up. Uh, he, I think he hit me up twice since we graduated. Mm-hmm. And, I think it was once recently, maybe 2018 or 19. He was like, yo, I'm still at so-and-so. Like, yo, I think I'm going to get this D3 head job. He's like, yo, yeah, just, like, like stay ready. And I was like, all right, I got you. Like, That's you love. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, Coach, nah, Coach E. Coach E's, nah, Coach E's love. But back to back to that statement, he had uh, ended up getting me back, you know, starting, starting running back. And from there it was history because I had, 10 carries for 100 and something yards that game against um, CCSU, which used to be a powerhouse school in our conference, and we dominated them ever since my freshman year. But it, it just holds more weight when you know what's going on because we were transferring we were transferring from quarterbacks and transferring from receivers that were old school, like catch the ball and turn around and then run, opposed to receivers we got on the team that would catch the ball, run, juke you out your shoes, truck you, stiff arm you, running backs that have power, finesse, smooth agility. We had all that shit, but we were missing a quarterback that can move because our O-line was never really that crazy. Junior year was probably the best the best year of our O-line um, when we first won that shit. And I knew we were going to win it because we had a fucking solid foundation. And I don't know if he'll ever see this video, but Paul Link, he's a fucking legend. Rhode Island guy, bro, Paul used to literally play center. We would get the run and play, and Paul would go up there to the D-line and be like, yo, pussy, we running the ball straight down your throat. And we would literally run the ball down their throat, Paul's like, it would get crazy. Like, like I just knew when we left the field, like, I just knew when we left the locker room, like, my O-line was going to give it their all. So I had to give them all. And, like, I knew RJ was new, so, like, they wasn't really going to be able to adapt to him. And the offense that we were running was no huddle, too. So, like, I think our coaches are starting to understand, like, the type of offense that we had. Our defense always been lit. Defense always been lit. Defense always been lit, bro. Like, it's crazy. Gordon just was just another addition because Gordon really is supposed to play running back. He's really nice at running back. Like, if he played running back, I probably wouldn't have had any of the records I had. Shout out to G. Hill. He had to play safety because we didn't have nobody else, and that's how dope he was because he could play both sides of the ball. 
and it just got crazy. So once we one, and then you got to think about it. Everybody who started junior year had all played our freshman year. We had like 30 freshmen play my freshman year, your sophomore year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We had like 30 freshmen play. So it's like, we've already played and learned each other's moves. We already grown together. Our defense has always been lit. So now they're just waiting on the offense to fucking, you know, help them out, bro. It was crazy. Junior year was amazing. And then we knew we were going to do the same thing over again because we're looking at everybody who's graduating. We only had like three to four people graduate. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, we're about to do this shit all over again, which was kind of bad because I can say for myself, like I didn't train as hard as I did my junior year going into it when we fucking were two and eight opposed to us being 10 and two coming back, knowing that we're returning we returned five All-Americans, uh, like six first-team, uh, first, uh, uh, first conference, five second-team conference. We had, bro, it was like, bro, who, like, like what? What are you talking about? I remember, we, I remember that, I remember that year in summer practice. I had got hurt. Preston had got hurt. And Rob Johnson, that got hurt. And we had this leadership society council with Coach Nof, and it was me, Kyle, and, like, the captains and, like, Coach Nof, like, when he didn't really understand what was going on, he would come to us and be like, should we do this and that? Should I? And we would, like, calm him down. And I remember one time we all had got hurt during practice. Bro, he was ready to cancel summer camp. He was like, I don't even want to do this shit. I was like, yo, nah, we got we to gotta have camp, coach. Like, we're not going to be ready for the season if we don't have camp. I don't think you should be having your starters go at it 30 fucking snaps. You got the number fucking – you got the number five defense in the nation, FCS, and then top 10, 20 offense, FCS in the nation going at it. You don't think motherfuckers going to bang heads? Yeah. So it, it was something like that, and he was just so old school that we had to let him know, at this case, like load management, like, bro – it's summertime, like, we just came off a chip. We just came off a win. First time going to the FCS National Playoffs. Like, bro, we need time to heal. Because you got to remember, we didn't have no bye week our junior year until the last game of the season after we damn near died. Broken legs, collarbones, everything. Fucking Paul Link was playing with a detached shoulder, like, legit. Like, it's a freak. Bro. Our bye week was the, the week when we figured out who we had to play. That, that It was cold as fuck. Then we back outside practicing. That shit was terrible, bro. But it was, it was, it was a good environment. I just really wish we beat Fordham at some point. Them boys were stacked, man. I honestly feel like I blew that game, too. I had three fumbles, bro. Any running back or any athlete that plays offense will tell you, bro, once you have more than one fumble, bro. And sometimes you get lucky. You got more than one fumble and, like, You'll win the game, but when you're a heavy, dominant run team and you have three fumbles, that energy is just not there no more, bro. And that shit was, and that shit was crazy. And I came out too lit. I came out too lit. I was feeling myself. I had the ball out all cocky. You know what I'm saying? But my dogs, we prevailed. Then we came back and lost to them fucking punks again. That shit was crazy. And they had the same stats, bro. They had the same stats. Quarterback had five bands. Three receivers over a thousand, the running back over a thousand. Like, bro, so they're in their running back plays for the Cardinals now. Hell yeah. Those are running back. And he was a freshman. He was a freshman when I was a senior. Yeah. Do, doing numbers. So that just that just lets you know. You know what I'm saying? But that 
that just came with, you know, that just came with us getting better competition to play against. Like, I get, Maris is going to always be a staple in Sacred Heart, you know, um, in the Sacred Heart community as far as, like, first game open-ups. But after that, bro, we got to open it up and we got to start. We got to start playing those teams. We got to start playing. If we're going to play, we got to move from the Patriot League and get to CAA if we want to be that dominant team because we got to start playing teams that are really like that instead of playing these watered-down teams. And then we come play in conference, and some of our teams in conference are playing legitimate teams. You know what I'm saying? Like, I believe that year, uh, my senior year, we were 23 in the nation. That was a first. I don't think that I don't think Sacred Heart's ever been ranked again. We were twenty three in the nation FCS. No cap, then we still was better than them. No cap. Shout out my guy Moses. Moses is still a legend. Moses is the only receiver I ever known to fumble a damn ball, run down on homie, strip oh. that shit, and then score. Legend. And legend. We yo, you're not legend. Throwback name. We got a mod in here. Oh my boy, mod. I'll be back. Love y'all. He's a fool. <laughs> Yo, G. Ahmad, I like you, bro. Yeah. Yes, Mo is legendary. Yes, he is. G's le- G's legendary too though. Yeah, I had everybody on. I had to get you on. So Nah, yo. But you've been you've been ghost on just the social media, I feel like in nah, general. Moses legend. Yo. If you ever, if you ever do an interview, interview Moses. <laughs> Yo, then you gotta do it again. Ask Yo. him, ask him how I was on his recruiting trip, bro. Oh. I don't, I don't no. know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how Moses committed to say God. You know? No, he said, "Oh, this is what this this quote." He go, I was like, "Yo, what was your recruiting? What was your or who was your people?" And he's like, "The us in church." You know how that went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, it was lit. What you mean? Who would- yeah. It's your uh, people. Uh, I don't even, what, uh, what the hell's the word? Oh, I didn't have nobody, bro. I told you I was kicked out of school, bro. They was just like, yo, come up here, look at the school, and this is it, motherfucker. Like, you either pick this or you stay in the hood. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be that second. All right. Yeah, but what, yeah, but going back to the championships, what was it like to go? Like, I think, yeah, you went nine, and then you guys went, what, nine and two? Yeah, I think we went nine and two. I want to say ten and two, dream, but we went nine and two. It was lit because, like, um, we had a lot of players. We had a lot of players that you know couldn't do it with us. That you know recently had just you know graduated or like you know who watched us transition to what we were becoming and knew it. Um, it was dope, bro, because uh, you know I had a moment where I could have transferred and went to like UConn or some shit like that. Um, but I'm a firm believer in like you can you can run from your problems, but you're always gonna have to face them at some point. Um, and I had built too much of a great relationship with so many players at Sacred Heart. And there was just too much love there. Um, and that year when I stayed, I think everybody realized that it took more than just fucking five people coming up in the summer, fucking 10 people doing it. It became more than 60 to 70 people on the same page. And then it just started to flow right. Like they started getting new uniforms for us. They started doing this for us. And then Bobby Valentino, Bobby Valentine comes in. <laughs> Yeah, pause. And then Bobby Valentine comes in, and he's just on some, yo, he's on some real legendary shit. He's on some shit like, yo, y'all start winning. I'm going to make sure it count. Like, you basically bribing us, like, what? We going to get right. And we had some young hitters, bro. Like, I think every year, like, our defense, we just had young hitters, bro. 
in the in the offense, bro, we finally kind of like, and we still didn't get justified, bro, because like there was a lot of good things we could have did with that offense, bro. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, bro. Yeah, the additions, yeah. the additions we had were crazy, bro. And you know what's crazy? I think I think everybody non-athlete or athlete at Sacred Heart, if you went to Sacred Heart, you always thought about transferring at least once. Oh, hold on, my dog. Hold on. Oh, definitely, my dog. My dog. Uh, Amar wanted me to tell the face mask story. Well, one more thing. One more thing. And Go ahead. I don't know if you know that. I don't know how much you keep up with it or look at it, but like all the they set the record this year for uh, for basketball most wins. And now Yo, the men, yeah, you know, the men, they all transferred. Like all four, four of the five stars. <laughs> like that's what you're doing that's yo. If you stay at Sacred Heart, I don't care if it's a mid. Yo, coaches. I know coach is gonna cry. You stay for basketball. It's way easier to get. Damn, I know he crying. I know he crying. You stay for four years at Sacred Heart and ball out. You're getting looks at the NBA. It's hard though. It's hard, bro. Kane. Kane transferred, and that's probably the best thing for him. And other old boy transferred and went to – he went to the other shoe. He went to he went to see uh, him. Well, yeah, he was different. Yeah, but yeah, he turned up, though. No, nah, he was lit, bro. I should have I should have transferred out that time, too. All right, let's hear this face mask story. No, you shouldn't. Oh, no, nah, it was uh, my freshman year. So, at this time, Shaker Hart was playing um, – we played like a uh, – we were playing JUCO teams, and I believe he was playing Nassau. And, like, uh, at this point in time, they had the whole team on the sideline and shit. So, like, all the freshmen were playing. This was, like, to get another warm-up after we had played Maris because I was fucking doo-doo. We played Maris, and I was trash. Like, I got the ball and ran to the outside and shit and thought I was about to get right. Never got right. My coach was like, you're not ready for this. I'm like, fuck. So, this was, like, another game to, like, you know, show them that you're ready to play college football. So we were playing Juco, and I had got the ball, and they had a uh, – fuck, I can't – what's – do you remember who eBay used to hang with? He used to hang with this chubby white kid. What was his name? Do you remember that, eBay? Uh, yeah. I was going to – I mean, like no. Steve something. I don't, I don't – I, I can't oh, think of it, but – Steve O'Brien. Steve O'Brien. They had Steve – yo, Steve O'Brien at fullback, right? I'm like, all right, some funny <laughs> shit. They thought he played defense. Bro, they had him playing fucking fullback. Bro, <laughs> we're coming. We're facing the field, so we're going towards Jay Hill. We're on the field going towards Jay Hill. Ahmad, everybody's on the sideline. They chirping. It's getting crazy. I get the ball, break to the outside, bro. There's a corner there, and, like, he's by the sideline where they're at. So you already know what time it is. I'm just looking. I'm like, all right, it's like. I got to make a statement right here. Like, this is my first year in college. Like, I got to let people know, like, where I'm from, this and that. Low on my shoulder. Chill, homie. Bro. Bro lays down. Everybody on the sideline goes crazy. His face mask is broken. My face mask is dented. He got a concussion. After that, it was like all you wrote. You know what I'm saying? It was like all she wrote. It was, I just started getting love after that. But shout out to... uh. Um, a couple people who put me on though, like you know the crits and the, um, I can't think of young boy's name. Describe how intense practice was because it was harder than the games. Yeah, no bullshit. Shout out to um J Hill. Thank you for that. Shout out to um the defenses. The defense really made us better. The practices were definitely harder. Um, and I don't know if this is like all D one A schools or like D one double A schools, but on defense. These motherfuckers would, like, we would come out for scrimmages and these motherfuckers would be doing, like, 
Marine style, like dumb shit, like carrying each other. Yo, yo, the whole play clock though. We got 30 minutes until we play the defense is doing this, the whole play clock and the whole defensive coordinator and the head coach, I mean, um, defensive coordinator and, 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 and defensive coaches are just on some shit. Like, listen, if y'all fall off, if y'all start acting like y'all weak, we're running. So, like, you're giving them another ultimatum to let them know that after this shit that's terrible, we got some more terrible shit for you if you don't get right. And they used to trash us. Like, there have been times we were supposed to fight, bro. Practice was just the worst, bro. Practice was really worse. So that's why, like, we would have more fun during game times. Like, it's supposed to be like that. Like, you know, you practice hard, then you ball out in the game. Nah, sometimes during the game, motherfuckers are struggling, and they're going through it. Like, I can honestly say on game day, even when shit wasn't looking too, like, like promising for us, I knew we were going to come back and win off the strength that this is what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, we prided ourselves on fourth quarter playing time. If we wasn't going to be a four-down if we wasn't going to be a four down team, nigga, we were going to, excuse my friends, if we wasn't going to be a four-down team, we was going to be a second-half team. Yeah, I got real right there. We were going to be a second-half team. What, uh... What do you think your best best game was, and what do you think your 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 favorite, your personal favorite, and what do you think your best one was? It the same? I think my personal favorite would be um, junior year against Central Connecticut State because not only did I get off, Doobie got off, and like I got off to a late start too because like I knew what time it was. I'll get more on that, and then like my personal best. You had okay. I had two. I had two eleven against Central Connecticut, but I'm gonna say this. I think my my and and it holds and it holds and it holds you know love in my heart. The game where we um where we won the NEC championship, where we played against Duquesne, that shit was a tough game. I've never left that field with so many bumps and brew. Like that shit was a tough game, and I had like the only touchdown to win the game. Like it was a tough ass game. They had a transfer from Ohio State. That had got kicked out um, when what's his name was there. I forgot was the quarterback, but he got kicked out for the tattoo scandal. Was that the game that uh, Dim gassed out when he was running? Nah, was it? Dim gassed out a few times. He my dog though. Dim gassed out a few times. That boy be kicking the. Um, I don't know, but that shit was wild, bro. That was a wild game. No funny. That was a wild game. I had like. I had like thirty carries, a hundred and like, a hundred and seventy yards, and like a touchdown. That shit was a tough ass game. We was bringing it to him. My ankle was bruised and everything, and that set us up to play against Robert Morris, and that was all she wrote. Like we really obliterated them. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I was thinking. The same colors got me. Nah, yeah, we obliter- we obliterated them. Yeah, that's the game. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's the game. I know what you're talking about. What, with them. What's it like just winning the game after? Like and coming back on Monday to campus. If it was a home game, Dorian Bell, yo, 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 G Hill, that was that that was that game. Dorian Bell, um, indoor Spence lit too, Bell. Um, we gotta talk about my fault. We're gonna get there. What's your question? Uh, I was saying, I was saying, I didn't mean like uh, like the parties after. I'm saying like when you came back Monday to class and like you'd go to like you know, flick or whatever, and the and the the ladies would be like uh, the workers would be like, yo, like good game ball, like how'd that feel to you? That was lit. 
it was lit because we were like a small community. You know what I'm saying? And like they used to watch us. They're there in the summer. They're there anytime. Like they basically serving food and we're there. So like you know, we telling them how we doing and we interacting with them and we had a great relationship with them. And at the end of the day, these are people that are making your food. So you want to show love to somebody. I mean, at least I was taught that way. You know, when somebody, you know, is blessing your food and showing love and giving you food, you want to show love to them. So it was like a little community. So when, you know, we got better, they just started to watch it. Um, not to say they was getting there. Not to say they were only watching when we got better, but of course they were there when we were trash, but you know, they always used to, you know, they used to always cheer us on and let us know what it was. And let us know they had us back, had our backs. But once we started getting better, like in life, when you start winning, shit start going better. You can fucking skip the line in the lunchroom. Yo, I need this. I need this type of omelet. Like, Will, shout out to Will. If Will ever sees this, shout out to Will. Will used to shut shit down. Shout out to Auntie Sandra. Shout out to Carmen, everybody on here. They talk about Sandy. That's a fact. Sandy... Sandy is a legend. I remember she used to make girls give up. She used to already have their girls' cards at the desk. As soon as we pull up, Auntie got the cards at the desk. We eating in this motherfucker. All right, let's get in here. That's crazy. Because I was going to start a petition and everything one day if I couldn't eat. That shit was crazy. I was mad. We were... Swipes. Were we still in college when... Uh, what's his name started that? Uh, Shabazz. Yeah, right? We were still there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we knew shit was so bad that it wasn't going to apply for Sega Heart though. Sega Heart ain't nah, Mm-mm. bro. That shit was funny because I remember that. Mm-hmm. She was, <laughs> she was ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit don't apply. Yeah, nah. yeah you see the you, you see these customs I made. Let me see. Ooh, different. And Sega Heart is probably gonna Sega Heart is probably gonna have Wait. that shit, and we've been was supposed to have shit, bro. We've been supposed to have shit like that, bro. Like I don't even, bro. Which cook was like, yo? How do we get these? <laughs> you know what's so crazy, and I love Sega Heart, and I hate to say this, God forbid, and I'm not trying to like put any shade on any of them up there. And shout out to Coach Cook and shout out to Coach G Hill because those are probably the two littest coaches up there. But I'd be up there and like I went up there and I went to talk to him, like you know, to give love back to the players. And you always want to, you know, if they look at you as somebody who has success or if they I if they look at you as somebody who they can look up to. Because I know I had idols that were before me, or even if they didn't know, like I would look at them on the wall or the record books and be like, that's what I'm chasing. Like I want to I want to chase this guy, so I would have him in the back of my mind. But you know what I'm saying, like. Always want to show love and go back up there. But when I went up there, bro, and I seen the coaches up there, and I seen how they was moving, I'm like, yo, no wonder why the kids are the way they are, bro. Like, it's just different. And not to not to say, like, you know, they weren't doing a good job. It's just, like, it's a different time. And then some weird shit happened where, like, all our footage, all our footage from, like, the 2013-14 season deleted. So it's like we living off forever where, you know, vision is everything where – you can talk the truth, but we really not. That shit's going to phase out unless we can see it. You know what I'm saying? It'd be different if I can go back, if I'm at a school and I can go back and watch, you know, the championship season. Now I can watch and see what the player in front of me did, how I can move, how he moved, and how I can, you know, emulate what he does, blah, 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 and all that shit, so forth and so forth. But they didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm going up there and I'm giving my rah-rah speech and I can see it in their eyes. They're like, yeah, bro, I hear you. You had success. A couple years ago, what the fuck are we going to do now? And it's like, motherfucker, figure it out. Like, what are you talking about? We had to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? But it's harder. 
you know, when you're just talking about it and bringing people up, you know what I'm saying? So many people that was a part of it, like, you really had to see it. Like, no funny shit. 2013 should have been a fucking movie for us. No bullshit. And then they fucked up when Drake gave us that started from the bottom. Now we're here. Yo, if only, if I knew about OnlyFans back then, I'd have been rich. <laughs> if I would have known about OnlyFans back then, I would have been rich right now. Them say we did too lit. <laughs> too lit. Too lit. Oh my. Them Yo. Say- Yo, God, he did. Them say we need a documentary on the back to back seasons. No, nah, we might need to. The documentaries yo, might yo, be we got, crazy. Yo, we got the crew to do. We got Moses, G, and Juice. Oh, man. Bro. It'd be sick. Bro, the doc- Yo, nah, bro. I'm Yo, bro, the bus? Nah, the bus used to get crazy, bro. Like, Oh, man. All right, so. That, that might have to be some. Yo, that'd be crazy. Like, bus diaries? <laughs> Bro, that bro, the bus get wicked. Let it be an eight, nine hour drive. The bus ride get wicked. You go, you gonna learn some shit about a teammate you ain't never know. Like, mm, okay, <laughs> like he's weird. All right, so what about what about <laughs> what about this question? Why why were why weren't you at the reunions? Which ones? The five year of the both championships. Yo, because I was just going up to Sega Heart every fucking every year, like. When they were having those like little party shits, bro, you missed it though, bro. I don't know, bro. Mimosas in the end zone, bro. What? Yeah, Sega Hearts, Sega Heart. Yeah, Sega Heart definitely has a different appeal. Last time I was up there, I think this is what made me not want to go up there. Um, bro, the first time I went back and Shorty, I, spoke, yo, Shorty was carrying a thirty, bro, while going to the game. I was bro, like, hold what? on. I was at the gate, bro. And Shorty was cute. This was the report the the reporter, whatever the hell you want to call it. I think she was a reporter. She came up to me and said, Yo, you can shot a spence that arrived. We want to do an interview with you on the side. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah. Sick of heart. We here. We did it. Got interviews on the sideline. I got guest pass to get on this raggedy ass field. Cool, let's do it. Give me the guest pass. Let me make it look cool. Let me talk my shit because that's what I do best. Bro, the security guard ran down on her and said, No, what are you doing? He doesn't have she said, yo. She said, she said, yo, he's the reason why you have a job here. He's the reason why. Do you know who this is? She's running point for me. I'm like, damn, I wish I had you. When I was going to Sono with me, so you can't, so you can't help me out. Like, wait, she was pressing the guard, and then she was like, "He got to have a badge. I don't care." Then she just took her shit off and gave it to me, and I was like, "Yo, shake of heart is too bougie, too bougie, too bougie, too bougie, too bougie." I know the security guards ain't getting paid that much out there at the fence to shit, but it, I, I mean, but I like it though. I mean, we didn't have it. Like, I like it. We was, you know what I'm saying, like. But then was my security last time. This real bro, we used to sit on the fucking stands. I used to be talking to the crowd, like I'm teeing up. After I do a touchdown, I'm talking to you, Paul. If you on the ground floor, I'm talking to you. Yo, if next, you by the gate, I'm talking time, to y'all. Like time, just hold the coffee in your hand, then you'll look legit. That's it. Lit. I knew how it was going to be after the first half, bro. And I used to score a touchdown. I come back to the sideline and I'm like, what are we doing tonight? 
What are we doing tonight? I already know how this is going. What are we doing tonight? Because we train so hard for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and when you train so hard for something and you finally start to believe in it and you start, you finally start to, you know, bear the fruits of your labor, bro, it's a beautiful thing. That's why I tell these motherfuckers, go hard, bro. Like, chase that dream. Like, and this was like, I was dying to get people to stay up, bro. And like, Gordon had came up and I remember it was me, Rudy Favard. I love Rudy. Rudy is a big piece. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who, who you talk about somebody who never really got that much playing time, but played a big fucking role in Sacred Heart. Um, going back to back, fucking Rudy Favard, bro. Like, Rudy was the man, bro. Rudy was a founding father. Fucking me, Candido, Rudy, um, Moses. Bro, we were up there. And, uh, bro, I remember one night, bro, no homo, this is going to sound weird. I remember one night, bro, we were going to sleep. We had workouts in the morning, bro. It was like 2 in the morning, bro. I took my mattress out because I couldn't sleep in my room. I took my mattress out, threw it in their room. I'm laying on the floor, and we chatting, bro. And I'm like, yo, Sacred Heart's going to be lit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, Sacred Heart's going to be lit. We're going to do all this and that. Like, motherfuckers going to buy in at a program, and we're going we gonna to ball out. And then the shit started to happen. So, like, you know what I'm saying? It kind of got a little crazy for us because, like, I tell people, when you start to win and you start to do shit or when you start to get success in your life, there is no rule book on how to take success. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if the last thing you can remember is, like, motherfuckers doubting you or shitting on you, you're not, if you're a calm motherfucker, you're going to be like, yeah, I knew I was going to do it. If you lit like me, you're going to show your ass a little bit. But I had a humble side, so I just showed my ass to the people who, who, needed, to, who needed to see that before I humbled myself down. So these lives are only an hour, so there's seven minutes left, or we could keep on going after the seven minutes if you want. It's up to you. I don't care, and and because mm-hmm. I want you going uh, into, you know, training. Uh, you went to practice with. Uh, are you tried out? Oh for- no, go ahead. You could. Uh, yeah, go ahead. We can keep it going after this. You tried out for the Redskins and mm-hmm. Jaguars, right? Yeah, I went for the Jaguars first. So what was that I'm, like? I'm, I'm eating a salad. That shit was kind of hell. Cause, uh, I thought I was in shape. And anybody that know me know my fat ass don't like running. But <laughs> doesn't even make sense. The running back. It's different when you're running people over. Him. Oh, Gordon, you you gonna get fly, but bro. Gordon said they brought in third party security. That's why they're not affiliated with shit. Oh, okay. Whatever, big money. They getting big money now, but um, Jacksonville, that shit was crazy, bro. That shit was so hot, bro. I've never hit my inhaler more than bro. We're rewinding. All right, you get the agent. How? How? First of all, how'd you pick the agent? Yo, I wish. Yo, I think about this every day. I wish I could have went back and picked and changed my agent, but. Um, I had just got one agent that hit me through Facebook and then another agent had reached out to me, um, who was affiliated with Le'Veon Bell and a couple other major names in the NFL. Excuse me. But also, um, what's his name? Gordon's agent. I can't think of his name. He was showing love too. Um, but, but shit just got shaky senior year. Like, honestly, I'm, I, I I always, like, pick a bone with Sacred Heart. And, like, for anybody who's watching this now, I pick a bone with Sacred Heart because people are like, yo, why you don't go back to Sacred Heart as much as you do it? I pick a bone with Sacred Heart just for the simple fact that we would have had a better outcome 
as far as it goes, like, as far as, like, pro ball, and this is not even to be on some shit, like, oh, boo-hoo, move on this and that, because I've definitely done that, and motherfuckers already know that's like that, but when I go to look at it, you had, think about this, you had me, you had Troy Moore, Tyler Doobie, you had um, fucking Jimmy, you had fucking Dim, you had fucking... Stefan, you had all these key role players, right, that could have played ball at the next level, right? Gordon, yo, when I tell you this, I swear to God, and motherfuckers can, like, smack me or do whatever if I'm lying and pull my car right now. Yo, senior year, bro, practice was so fucking different, bro. It felt like, as it should, as it should, but as it shouldn't, because you're getting ready to transition. It felt like a fucking job, bro. Because every day we walked in the pit, bro, we had to change the way we walked. We had to change the way we talked. Bro, there were so many NFL scouts, bro. I swear to God, we had about, like, 28 teams come to Sacred Heart, bro. Bro, every practice, bro, we had a scout, bro. In the summer, every fucking practice, there was an NFL scout, bro. I swear, every time we walked in that bitch, I was like, all right, bro, like, this is what it's going to be like. You know what I'm saying? So when you see that, right, when you see that, you're thinking like, oh, okay, so pro day is going to be lit. We don't even, you mean to tell me we don't have a pro day, bro? That's true. So now you got somebody like Gordon who's 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 high class. He 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 gets an agent and his agent does what he's supposed to do for his clientele for his clientele to get to where they're supposed to get to. He gets them a private facility. How many scouts are at that motherfucking facility? Eleven. Get where I'm going with this, right? Where the fuck does Kashadas go? Kashadas goes to Harvard. How many scouts are at Harvard? Seven. <laughs> Jimmy goes where? Uh, Troy goes where? Uh, down to the fucking Yale one. How many scouts are there? Three. All we had to do was say we were holding a fucking pro day. We would have had all the scouts there. So now, any scout that wasn't looking at me, vice versa, wasn't looking at Gordon, vice versa, wasn't looking at motherfucking... Jimmy vice versa wasn't looking at Stefan vice versa wasn't looking at them vice versa was looking at whoever they could have all benefited off each other. You know what I'm saying? That's my only, that's only my play with it. And it gets me mad because coach black. Like, oh, I didn't know how to say it. there's nothing. All you got to say is holding your pro day. You don't do nothing. The scouts run the pro day. All you got to do is say you run the pro day. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So that's like, that's like my only beef. You know what I'm saying? As far as like, Sacred Heart isn't that. Nah, Sacred Heart, I gave my all to Sacred Heart. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody can. I gave away summers to Sacred Heart. Like, you feel me? Summers to build what to build what that is. You know what I'm saying? And I don't take clout in that or want clout in that because that's what a college should be like. When I made my decision to stay there, I thought about it like I could go in history books with my brothers, which we did. You know what I'm saying? To now where like Sacred Heart is that school now. Like, like I hear kids, you know what I'm saying? When I'm talking about who you gonna look at, oh, I got Sacred Heart, this and that, da-da-da. To hear Sacred Heart. It's fire to me because nobody will understand or ever know what we went through. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody was, you know what I'm saying? And they're not supposed to. They're not supposed to, but Sega Heart, I remember we used to go to parties and bitches used to clown us. Like, come on. That was an hour already? Wow. Yo, I kind of figured we were going to go over an hour. Look at you. Excited. Look at you. I, just kinda, <laughs> I knew you were going to go. You know? you st- 
You stay be trying to get me on the interviews. I'll be like, boy, I'm asleep. Bro, how about how about <laughs> boy, I'm asleep. How about this? <laughs> how about how about remember my grad year, your senior year? Lambo, what's good, baby? I go to interview you, remember? Mm hmm This is 2015. Mm-hmm. Dude, yo, I just set it up. I just texted you. We're boys, obviously, right? Right, right, right. I remember this. I know where you're going with this. We set up the tripod and everything, bro. Dude comes running out. I was like, yo, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And we were like, what? Like, what? And he was like, nah, you got to go through. You got to go through us. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, first of all, I'm a student still. For what? We had to go through them for what? Because remember, they got all different now because you guys won. Every, new oh, people. man, yo, bro. I, bro. I was doing it for a class project. They were like, nah, you got to interview with Kashaas. Oh. <laughs> That's bro. Bro. I'm that sorry. Was, I'm eating a salad, but bro. That was weird, man. It was funny, though. In a good way, that's what we wanted Sacred Heart to be. But then in a bad way, it was like, fuck, we didn't expect it to be like that. But to each his own, like, there's going to be some bad apples in it. But. So, yeah, go back to, um, so how'd you get to try out with Jacksonville, basically? Like, what did your, your agent told you what? Like, yo, you got So, to basically, um, I had a chance to, to, like I was telling you, I had a chance to, uh, uh, I forgot the agency's name. It's been so long, too, to go with this one agent. But as I was building a rapport with this guy I was on the phone with, he was like, all right, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Your agent's on a flight right now headed down to Dallas. Like, he's going to call you in a couple of hours so y'all can chat and y'all going to go through, da, 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 da. I'm just like, well, damn, bro, why did I just build a whole rapport with you? And he's my agent, and I haven't talked to him. So, like, I was already feeling like, damn. I don't want to play with somebody who's, you know, too big. And if I don't get on, they don't stick with me. That was my whole mindset. Met this one dude. He was like, listen, you can come down to North Carolina. Da, 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 da. You can live out here. One thing I know is, like, they want kids to come out and, you know, pay for all this shit. But how y'all going to pay for it? Y'all got no money. You can train out here. Blah, say, blah. I was in North Carolina. Did that. Got right. He paid for me. Um, didn't have to pay him back unless I had signed. Um, he had got me to work out with Jacksonville. Um, cause if you look on the, on this website, they were saying I was potentially supposed to be drafted, uh, seventh rounds of free agent pickup. Seventh round came nothing. Of course, um, I had talked with Minnesota. I had talked with Chargers. I had talked with Oakland. I had talked with, of course, Jacksonville Redskins, um, was it Green? I haven't. I didn't talk to Green Bay until later on, but um, got that workout. Went out there. Um, basically, we had figured out because that was when they had drafted. Uh, I forgot his name. He was from. Um, he's from Alabama. He plays for the Bills now. That running back, um, skinny dude. What is it? Uh, Teflon. Why am I thinking Teflon? Uh, this place for the TJ Yeldon. I don't know why I said tough one. TJ Yeldon. And um, he was cool as hell. And what they basically did was they had two D1AA running backs. So they turned the D1AA running backs to fullbacks after I just read up and did my homework on the motherfucking Jaguars. They was changing their offense that year to where they wasn't even going to have to use a fullback. So, bro, this was so funny to me because I really wasn't catching the ball. And I didn't really start, you know, getting my hands better until I got into the indoor league um and i started practicing on my hands more but of course when you know 
when that motherfucking money's on the line and you're back against the wall, as many times have happened to great football players before, when you put yourself in a situation where you've never been in before and you got to shine, you're going to do some things you ain't never did before. These motherfuckers have me lining up in motion, bro, going out the slot. You know what I'm saying? Why catching the ball, running up the field, the shit was just, it was dope. It was just football at its best. Um, and doing what I had to do. But as far as, like, playing the fullback position, that wasn't something I wasn't used to. I wish I could go back and open up my eyes, like, motherfucker, this is the National Football League. Like, you should be able to play any position or play or want to play any position they ask you to play. I was just so struck on playing running back because that's what got me there. So um, that was cool. Right after that damn workout, went down to D.C., um, went down to D.C. and got right out there. Um, that was when they drafted Matt Jones. Um, became good friends with my dog, Blake Sims, um, who was uh, the first black quarterback at University of Alabama a few years back. Um, me and him were roommates, and me and him actually got the same personality. So if we went to school together, that would have been crazy. Um, real cool dude. Um, shook it up over there in, uh, in D.C., man. I had a couple kids coming up to me, asking me, a couple dudes coming up to me, asking me what SEC school I went to. I was like, oh, Nah, I went NEC, bro. Bottom of the map, bro. Bottom of the map. NEC, bro. Sega Heart. We out here. But um, that shit didn't work out neither, man. They just had a lot of running backs. When I was in the room, I was already looking. They already had a couple backs. And I already knew this one back. Um, He was already going to be like the last straw due to the fact that the running back coach for the Redskins now was his running back coach in college. So I already know how that goes. You know what I'm saying? He just had the plug. So after that, bro, came back home. And then my last workout was with the Green Bay Packers, man. Went out there and fucking snubbed that shit. Um, even though they didn't have a quarterback throw the ball to me, they had a scout. Um, when you when you get a tryout, because um, not too many people that will be lucky to me to get another tryout with them, um, you got to fucking give it your all. You know what I'm saying? You can't go out there and make excuses and be like, well, they didn't have a quarterback throwing me the ball. Motherfucker, if they got somebody's grandmother on lipo throwing you the ball, you better catch that bitch because this is the difference between you being broke at your mama crib to you buying your mama a crib. You feel me? Yeah. Um, I didn't really do that well as far as catching the ball. Everything else um, went out there and um, did my thing on. So um, when the indoor arena came around, of course, I was like, oh, this is something I don't want to do, but I do want to continue to play football. Um, seeing what the opportunity was like, did my homework on all the teams, and what drew me to Green Bay um, <clears throat> was a first. I'm not even going to act like I wasn't trying to play for another team by the name of Cedar Rapid Titans. At this time, um, in like 2000, I want to say 15, 16 season, they had a fucking boat, bro, and we were in there. They had a boat, and my and me even coming in like with the, with the dudes they had there, they were already on like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro, we need you. You come here, we'll be lit. And I had already did my thing throughout practice, you know what I'm saying, making my, you know, my name with the coaches and whatnot. So I'm already like, I, I'm good. Come day, I get cut. I'm like, it is what it is, bro. I'm about to run down there and see what's up. They're like, yeah, bro, you cut, da 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 blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, shit. Mind you, I'm in Iowa. I don't, I don't know nothing about the Midwest, bro. Shout out my dog, Bal. Met my dog, Bal, out there in uh, I'm Iowa. Showed me straight love. He's an IFL legend. Young G right there. Um, great memories of my brother. Um, I had got a call from Green Bay, and um, they were like, "Yo, they we love you. We want you to come out here." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Where the fuck is Green Bay at?" You know what I'm saying? Ten hour trip. I look on the map. I float up there, 
not knowing what the fuck I'm about to get myself into, but I know as soon as you know what I'm saying, I get on the field, like I'm just gonna make it is make the best situation out of it. And um when I was out there, didn't even realize when I had the first workout with the Packers that the stadium I'm about to play was across the street. So that's what made it even sweeter that where I was playing at was across the street from the Packers. So of course I know y'all gonna come to the game or y'all gonna hear about it. Um and then that year was just a dope year for me. Ended up, you know getting on the headlines of the newspaper out there, you know what I'm saying? Newspapers that the head coach and anybody of, you know, power out there would read and, and get it delivered, you know, to their desk or to their mail. Um, I ended up getting another workout. Um, at that year, I kind of, like, led the team in receptions, like, in the beginning of the season. I had, like, 70, 80 receptions um, for, like, a good three, 400 yards um, just because, you know, the length of the field is 50 yards. But – um Ended up getting that second workout with them, bro. Um, and they were just, you know, showing mad love. And I had a connection with Mike Daniels because of Ahmad. Um, Ahmad and Mike Daniels are best friends. They're from Jersey. I remember my junior year when Ahmad, you know, um, came to chill with me. He was like, listen, if you want to make it to the NFL, like, my dog Mike Daniels can give you some info. Because, um, you know, me and Ahmad, we would talk and we would have deep conversations about this shit. And he was like, yo, I can have you talk to Mike Daniels. And Mike Daniels, you know, tell you what it is to be in the league. When I talked to Mike, he kept the shit so real that I had chills in my body. I get chills and to this day thinking about it. Like, I'm just sitting there junior year in Eckerd. He's like, listen, bro, like, I'm going to keep it 100 simple with you. If you want to make it to the NFL, it's the simplest thing ever. You just really got to want that shit more than anything in life. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, nigga, he's like, motherfuckers in the NFL. Like, these wasn't the motherfuckers who went to school and was, you know, chilling out on the weekends, having sex every other weekend, not training, not doing this. He's like, motherfuckers that was doing that, they watch us ball on Sundays now. And that shit, like, shook me. You know what I'm saying? And as you and you knowing me, like, bro, you going out. I never really went out like that in college because I took ball. I took ball so serious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't really give a fuck about that shit. Like, it was getting to the point where we used to go out yeah. in our fucking team uniform because I was so tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I wanted. And I think I set that up. Um pretty dope for myself. I don't know if they're doing that for kids anymore, but I know, like, I wasn't supposed to leave the way I did, like, spring semester. You can only take two semesters online. I had took three. My dog, TP, was good. TP, one of the goats, too. My dog, all of five seven five eight, but he's with that work, will lock some shit up in two seconds. That's my dog right there. TP, talk to him for me. Um, and I remember... Um... I remember the Packers at that time, and they got mad injuries for running backs. Yo, like, bro, they disrespected me so crazy, bro. They had a D lineman and turned him into fullback, bro. I walked in there all of 233 pounds at your finest, bro. Shredded, bro. Crazy in there, bro. I got in there, and this is how crazy. This is how I knew it was a meat market. No more. <laughs> I was in there in my compression shorts. Motherfuckers, I felt like I was in jail. Motherfuckers said, turn left, pitcher, turn right, pitcher. So all that all they was missing was the squat. No homo. All they was missing was the squat. Bro, made me run my fucking shuttle, bro. I had the fastest shuttle ever. I had a 411. I'm going crazy. They talking to me like, yo, we training that. You just a nap. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, bro. I'm training here. Whatever, whatever, nigga. What's good? You signing me? Cause as soon as I sign, I got some things to do with them thousands. You feel me? I got to get right. Motherfucker did not sign me, bro. They sent me back. I was so tight, bro. You have three or two? Two what? Two tryouts with the Packers or three? I had two. Uh, JD JD went out there. JD went out there for his uh, 
JD went out there for his mini camp, like how I did with the Redskins in um in 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 Jacksonville. Yeah, what what was it like to play with JD uh in the in the pros? JD is funny because you know I played against you know I played against JD in practice and shit, but it's never really got you know to that point. And even in the pros, it really never got to that. I played against him one time. He played for Montana Billings, and I remember calling JD, and JD was like, nah, man, like, fuck that. I'm not trying to play ball, bro. Like, I'm trying to work, this and that. And then his punk ass called me two weeks later, like, yo, bro, I don't I don't see myself doing this. Like, bro, I got to play ball. Like, is the IFL still? I'm like, bro, look the IFL up. Reach out to some teams, bro. Whoever gets back to you, that's where you go to. He's like, bro, a team in Montana? I'm like, well. French, Mon- French Montana is your favorite rapper. You better get with it. You feel me? So he went out there, man. He made it straight. We played against each other. I trucked his ass. I always told him, I'm a- You got that highlight? Yeah, bro. I, I got to show it to you. I trucked his ass, like ran him over, like ran him over. I mean, I don't think to this day, to this day, he not, he not going, he not going to tell you I did it, but ran him over. Like I told his ass, like if I ever lined up against you, JD, I would fucking shoot you. Stop playing with me. Gordon laughing because he know we didn't have these, we didn't have these combos. We didn't have these. Listen, for me to be an offensive player, bro, I chill with so much defensive players. It's crazy, bro. And that's all we talk about is lining up. I, yo, the best work I got though, as far as like training and shit, is shout out to, uh, shout out to my dog Gordon. Oh man, yo, B. Yo, hold on real quick because I was about to get to Gordon about this. But there's this run. I don't know. Can you like? Use your computer shit, Paul, and find this. We played a team in Utah, bro. And this is how I knew I could never play in Denver because I got, you know, the sickle cell trait. But for somehow, some reason, I still got played. We played out there. Bro, I have four tubs, but every time I took a stretch or lined up, I felt like I was going to die, bro. The oxygen was crazy out there. I had no oxygen. But I did have a beast mode run where I ran through, truck homie, kept it pushing, Dude tried to tackle me from behind, slipped off him, turned around, jumped in the end zone, grabbed my nuts because my teammates are all – my teammates are all like – in arena ball, your teammates are all on a corner yeah. of each end. You know what I'm saying? So I'm running. I'm doing all of this, and I'm looking at my teammates get amped. So I'm like, yeah, I got to get over here and turn up with them because in the arena league, you can just do whatever when you fucking score. Bro, ran through like four dudes, truck homie, Turned around, grabbed my nuts, went crazy, bro. That was probably the best run I've ever had in IFL, but we can't find it. This is when they were promoting Twitch. Like, you know how everybody, like, all the, like, uh, the... I have some shoddy verse, me footage that the world may never see out of respect to both of us, but it's crazy. Gee, I need to see that, bro. That's <laughs> legendary. G got gems. That's legendary. Nobody, I mean, they probably look at us now and be like, y'all can't do nothing. But in our heyday, that's legendary. But, um, nah, that Utah run was crazy. But shout out to Gordon. I got the best workout ever when I was in uh, South Jersey one summer with G. Uh-oh. That's my first time ever hitting the casino and everything. Came up 800. It was, it was a great time. But I'll never forget, bro, like, we went to the pool, bro. We had a pool workout with his, with his, uh, with his cousin, bro. Bro, bow. Watch with them. Oh, that's crazy. They did have drones. I'm slapped. They had drones on the field, bro. They had drones on the field in the Utah game showing the game, bro. 
And I was so hot. The only time that I was getting cooled off was by the fucking fan of the drone, if it ever came by me. Bro, it was crazy in Utah. The most beautiful place ever, but it was crazy. Shout out to Jai, Donnie Park. Yo, his cousin Jai, bro, got us right. We were in the pool, bro. That workout was crazy. We was on the field, bro. I was going to cry, bro. He had us running up these hills so many times, bro. But what gave me so much motivation was when you go out there, in South Jersey, they had kids that was like seven, eight years old doing the shit, bro. Not saying that nobody else across the world and other states in Mississippi and Florida and shit don't do that shit. But, bro, for me to be this close on the Northeast and see that kid, I'm like, that's why you see a motherfucker from Jersey on every college team. The fucking team could be in fucking Montreal. I'm from Jersey. What the fuck you doing way out here in Montreal? Because I'm nice like that. You feel me? So I, I I understand it now, bro. But like, those are great times, bro. Those are great, great, great times. Those got me right. Take the Wawas, though. Yo, Gordon put me on the Wawas, and I used to hate Wawas. I'm, I had a hate, I had a passion for hating Wawas, just for the simple fact that the whole damn school was from Jersey, and they always talk about Wawa. And I'm like, yo, bro, like, why y'all, like, bro, why y'all talking about Wawa? Like, like Wawa's lit. Gordon came back with the Wawa sweater. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, damn, what's up with you? You sponsored by them? Like, what's popping? You know what's crazy? Remember remember the Krausers in Connecticut, right? Yeah. Those used to be called Wawa's because when I was young and growing up, they used to be called Wawa's. Well, they said that. Wawa said they pulled back out of a lot of states. They used to have them up this way too, but, you know, a lot of competition. But I went out there, bro. Wawa's, I probably like almost, if it wasn't for the casino hit, I probably almost blew all my money through Wawa's. The hoagies. The hoagies. Because I'm simple, dog. Like, I know they say hoagies. I say subs. It don't even matter, bro. It's the same shit. Mix it up the same way. Let me get the Italian. And the smoothies, bro? Nah, bro. The smoothies is crazy, bro. The smoothies the smoothies are crazy. All right. Let's talk about Kishara's after football. Oh, here's JD. Adult, grown-ass man. Oh, JD. Yeah, you miss it, bro. Just talking about how I trucked your ass when you played for Billings. Go ahead and lie in the comments while I talk about life after football. What have you been up to in uh, <sighs> general? And, like, are you still involved in football in any way? Gee, hell, I need a smoothie every day. No funny. Right now, now. Um, Right now, life after ball, man, is just transitioning and becoming a man um, that I knew I would be one day. Um, As far as just, like, entrepreneur style, just trying to find a lot of things. You know, as me and you talk, I've always got different jobs. No matter what it is, um, it's a steady of um, – of in-source and income. Um, but right now, bro, honestly, just trying to um, become financially free. You know, um, recently just got into the union um, with the construction gig. So um, was looking forward to that. But due to the COVID-19, um, big shout out to all of our nurses, doctors, and first responders and everybody out there who um, plays a big role in that. Sure. You are not you are not taking for granted. We appreciate y'all for that. I got family doing that. Um, but due to the COVID nineteen, um, that got pushed back. Um, was gonna take the firefighter test too, waiting to see what that is, knowing that I probably might not get it this year, but just to get my name on it. Um, while I begin this journey with becoming a union bricklayer, um, an allied craftsman. But since then, bro, I'm still been managing ways to get money, man. Just trying to stack money up and stay safe, um, and stay in shape through the COVID. Like I tell you. Like I told you, they say running backs are the first to get fat. I ain't got time for that, man. I like to show off too much. So I already um, been 
you have to do something in the entertainment. You got to be a host or something. You know, I've always felt like that, bro. I just got to find a way to get back into that. You're definitely going to somehow drag me into that because you always got you always get you always got the craziest ideas from me. But me on television, bro. Not even on social media. Bro, me, me on television or social media would be crazy lit because I look back to shit that I used to watch when I was younger, bro, like Andy Milanakis, and I'm just like, bro. Yo, how many followers did you used to have? Because I know you deleted your page. When I deleted my page the first time, this is back when, like... Because you were, you, you, were, you were Instagram lit before, like... Before before shit hit the fan, you feel me? Before DM before we had DMs that wasn't that wasn't costing money, right? <laughs> back then I had like seventeen. Back then I almost had like two thousand followers. So by now I would have probably had like five thousand followers. Oh bro, you had thousand followers already. <laughs> I'm telling you. I remember I remember the same thing he had mad followers. He didn't he got off on it. He got off social media too. My Twitter page got hacked. Oh, you don't have it no more? I mean, like, I'm being honest, but it looks stupid. <laughs> well, you got, oh, you got any questions for me? How did, was, did you start off PG Sports, like, when you got into college, or was it something that you, you wanted to, uh, you wanted to pursue um, during high school as well? Um, well, I started at June 2000. 11, so it was going into sophomore year. But, uh, mm-hmm. what about I don't remember. So, drop an eBay story for you. got any eBay? Right. You said what? Someone asked, uh, for an eBay story. Josh from Shame 24. Oh, that's my dog. Nah, eBay's funny, bro. Um, shout out to eBay. eBay, um, it's like my mentor. That's big bro right there. That was somebody who played a predominant role in my success at Sacred Heart as well. Um, he won't give himself that much credit, but just from the type of person I am, I'm going to give that to him. But shout out to my dog, eBay, who recently just became a dad. Young African <laughs> god. Boy named eBay because you know them Africans names be long. That boy named like Ubuwelu, Kalelu, Kale. I don't even no disrespect though because I got mad African friends. Oh. I don't want I don't want them to see this and now they want to fight me. But um, a funny eBay story. I got some eBay stories, but they not for live. Yeah, Josh, yeah. Josh you gotta just catch me another time because eBay is a funny, 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 funny guy. But well, um, speaking of mentors, uh. Are you like mentoring anybody now, like footballers? Right now, no, because life was really getting real. And for people who don't talk about this, and I feel you on that, life after football in college, that shit is real. Sometimes you got to deconnect. You got to get the fuck away from people. Excuse my French. You got to get down to the muddy, gritty. And it's just like sports. You start off at square one, you got to get right. You feel me? So, like, I really wasn't, you know connected like that and it was a point in time where I really wasn't liking sports you feel me like I didn't I fell in love with football again after a couple years after I fell in love after I fell out of love with it just because you know how much I poured into it and what I didn't receive out of it what I felt like I deserved and sometimes you got to stare at yourself in the mirror and understand it's okay to get to a certain point 
and not have anything left in the tank or continue to go at it. Don't get me wrong, like with this whole XFL shit and everything that's come on, I look at shit like that and I want to continue to process, but it's like I come from a certain part of the world where you don't have that much time for mistakes. I'm like, what, 27, about to be 28 next month. I'm in a great position right now. Me and mom, Deuce is looking to buy a crib next year. Like, excuse me, granted, this COVID shit get done. That shit was hard. It took me time. You know what I'm saying? Like, to come back and, and get yourself established. And I think social media sometimes fucks that up for people because you look at it and it's just a facade and it's like, what's on there isn't real. You get what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. that's why, I, like, some people hit me. I'm like, yo, you okay? Like, um, you know what I'm saying? You got to disconnect for a little, g Hill. Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people, and it's crazy that the norm now is, like, when people look at you and you haven't been on social media for a little bit, they ask you, are you okay? Why? Because I ain't on social media. It's like, are you okay? Because you want to shit every day because it's the new norm. You get what yeah. I'm saying? But, you know, when you, when, you, when you find yourself serious and, like, I go through little weird moments where I'm like, yo, I'm on my phone too much. Like, I want to get off this and, 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 and read. Well, I really, and then it gets to the point where, like, if you try to, and then for all the people that have, you're fucking, it's just so muscle memory that your thumb just already magically goes to the phone or where your apps used to be if you delete the app. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you really got to deconnect yourself from that and just really get back to the essentials of what, who you are and what you want and, and how you want to become in this life. And that shit takes work when you understand that. And I think athletes get it better than most just because we got to work for everything in life. You know what I'm saying? So you know what it takes. So that's why I'm on some shit like, all right, my goal was to go to college and then from college pursue the NFL and, you know, acquire some amount of money to take care of my family and do other things that I like to do, which I had an opportunity to do that. And I became very, very close, but I worked so hard for it. So you mean to tell me if I work hard again and do 10 more years on something else, I can't come out a millionaire or I can't come out somebody... You know what I'm saying? Who's up there? Yeah. The biggest thing that I've learned going out through this whole process is just, you know, networking and connecting. And there's so many people that I know and so many connections that I haven't used yet that I need to use. Um, that's just a part of life that I'm in right now. So, you know, life after sports. Ex-coach uh, ex was playing. I uh, was coaching Pop Warner. But, you know, once things started getting a little real for me, like I said, I had to deconnect and get right, get myself back right. Might have to come back out of retirement this year, man. I know my guys need me. Some of my guys graduated and moved on. But, um, yeah, man, just adapt adapting to adulthood, man. And I'm trying to get cool like G Hill. Every time I look on G Hill's IG page, he got a dope-ass photo. Yo, like, he... like, bro, 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 nice with the camera, too. Like, you got to pay that boy that bread soon for them type. For the, you got that G Hill photo? Bro, you got the tri you got the triple threat. I told you, you got him, Moses, bro. bro. They're all nice. Yeah, Moses lit too. Moses out here launching apps. I'm out here on the couch <laughs> drinking water. It's crazy world we live in, y'all. I'm trying to tell you, bro. But see, that's that's what, <laughs> Dane, bro. Our network is crazy. Bro. Just on the football team alone, bro. The network is crazy. You're gonna be hearing people soon, like, yo, you got that G Hill production? Ah, <laughs> G. Uh, Let me get a photo shoot. You ain't even listening. Just like the old days. No, nah, I heard you, bro. Yeah. The networking, bro. We got him. We oh. got Moses. Uh, were you the first one in your family to get your degree? 
Oh, yeah, I was the first one in my family. Hopefully, I ain't the last. Nah, I'm playing. I ain't going to be the last, but, yeah, I'm definitely the first one on my, on my side of the family to get the degree, man. Shout out to sports, because if it wasn't for sports, you wouldn't know me. <laughs> like a lot of people in the world, though. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know a lot of people in the world if it wasn't for sports. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think sports played um, a tremendous background in helping me, you know, beat a lot of shit as far as, like, the streets and, and you know, paving the way for me because, like, where I come from, and anybody can attest to this when they come from the inner city, there's a lot of kids that didn't get a chance to make it, you know, where I come from. Um, and sometimes, you know, I think athletes get portrayed, you know, um, under the wrong spectrum when they're like, oh, you glorify the hood. And it's not, it's, it's not that we glorify the hood. We glorify the good in the hood. Um, the people that grew up and watched us and seen us, you know, um, you know, acquire this dream from each step, but may not be here to watch us. You know what I'm saying? Or, um, on a nice sunny day in the neighborhood, you can hear music blasting and we'd like to get lit or however we may portray it, but it's never for negative reasons. So, um, yeah, man, it, I just wanted to touch on that topic for a little bit, but like I said, man, it, 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 it's always deeper than what it is. There were kids that were better than me, but just never had the outlet that I had. I just took it differently. And like, now that you think about it too, bro, you can get recruited off anything. You can put up a YouTube video right now. And if that shit looks crazy and you got at least 10,000 views on that, you're getting an offer from BC, bro. Bro, are you, are, are you getting an offer from UConn? Like the shit I had to do to get, a motherfucker to blink at me, bro. I had to go to this camp, that camp, the camp over there, the camp behind that camp, and when that camp get done, sign up for the next camp over there. Like my parents didn't know about none of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think about it, all these goddamn camps that scammed all of us, our, all our money, because most of these kids didn't go there. You look up most of these kids now that we glorified and idolized as we was young. The motherfuckers is doing bad and like doing terrible things. That's a crazy world out there, man. Stay dangerous. <laughs> Pretty fun. Well, yo, what about what about motivational speaker? Would you do that? I probably would, but I don't know. I'm too real, bro. Like I gotta swear oh. my I gotta I gotta right. swear in my shit. I don't know how much media stuff you look at, but that's a new thing. Like people like yo, every you know when I knew I knew everybody was gonna go that route when we was in college and Eric T was there. I'm like, all right, so now people are gonna start going to motivational speaking. Who's Eric T? Um Is it E Thomas? E T, yeah, E T. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo yeah, oh, all about uh I mean transparency is getting more and more uh what's the word I'm looking for? Valued, I guess. I hear you. It's just, I mean, it's better. It's more real shit. I mean, I've been preaching real shit since I got in trouble for being too real and honest and all that, but I don't care because I'm not going to lie about shit. Right. Like, it's like, that's just, just like, I can't, I can't like fake act to get something that I want. I'm going to act how I act. Right. And then exactly, exactly. I feel exactly where you're coming from. Like, uh, you, I mean, you know this too. I, talk, I think I'm pretty sure I talked to you about it like a few years ago, just like going on job interviews and stuff. Mm -hmm. as fuck. Like, no, yo, I'm going to act like how I talk regularly. Right, right, right. As First, you should. It's a different it's, it's a different world, but like, yeah, man, it's it's a lot of weird shit. People, people do a lot of weird shit. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so, I mean, that's why I was telling you, I think you could be 
I think you could be a, a social media personality, like, in a good way. Yeah, I think I definitely could, too. I'm looking at all these little, like, wild-ass shows they got. I would go crazy on these little shows. On a, on a, on a flat, on, on the snap. They got shows on the snap. And I be watching them shits, too. The world is crazy. Here, we're getting, we're getting Sacred Heart to book a show for the book speech, speaking engagement, whatever the hell you want to call it. Y'all getting Sacred Heart to do what? <laughs> to hire you. Hey, if Sega Heart pay me 25 bands, I will go up there and pull some. I don't know what I would talk about, but I'm talking. You hear me? <laughs> talking. And I need to check ASAP. All right, well, congrats because you broke the record. This is the longest live I've done yet. And because I'm the coolest, everybody else is going to be on soon. I'm the coolest and I have nothing else to do. You know what the greatest part about this? What? I mean, when's the last time me and you talked on the phone? Obviously, we text, but. It's like we never, it's like we saw each other yesterday. Well, that's just the type of relationship that, you know, we have and the type of person that I am. Like, it's, it's, it, you got to understand too. Like, shit, we, we adults, man. We growing up. We all know, we all know that, you know, life hits us at certain points in times when we got to handle our BI. Like, that's how it is with Kyle and them too. Like, Kyle's still my brother. You know what I'm saying? That's my best friend. Like, and he's fucking thousands of miles away. Like, if I call him right now, yeah. it'd be like, It'd be like we talked last time we was on the phone was probably like a week ago. You know what I'm saying? Every time it should pick up, you know, where it left off. I think when you're truly, um, you know, close with somebody and you got that relationship with them, that's how it should always be when you talk. If I talk to Gordon, you know what I'm saying? Gordon called me the other day, asked me to do something for moms, um, you know, because it was Mother's Day. Um, and I ain't talked to Gordon in Lord knows how long. You know what I'm saying? And Gordon calls me and he's just like, "Yo, can you do this for Mom Deuce?" Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "Yeah, I got you. Hold on, carry back." Yeah. Bust it out, boom. You know, you know what I'm saying that's what it is. What it is. So it's just that. It's just that. It's just that. Uh, that traditional, that traditional relationship love, man. That's what we got, bro. I feel you. Well, appreciate you coming on. Uh, well, whenever you need anything from me, you let me know. Obviously, I got you. And we're gonna, we'll do something. Yes, sir, my man. Be good, brother. Thank you for having me on. I'll see you. All right, bro.